Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 196 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. If you have not already listened to some of my audiobooks, presumably you'll like audiobooks because you're here listening to a podcast, definitely check out all of the free resources I have at jonathanlittlepoker.com free. There, if you've never signed up for Audible, you can sign up for Audible for a free trial and try two of my audiobooks completely for free. I have a bunch of them there available and I'm constantly working on more to put there for you. Also, if you just don't know that I make audiobooks, you can see all of them I have available right there at jonathanlittlepoker.com free. So in this hand, they make life easy on us. We get pocket aces on the button. Thank you for that. We're playing 15300 with a 50 ante, and the player under the gun with 8,000 chips raises to 750, folds around to the player in the hijack, I don't know either of these players, with a 15,000 stack, he makes it 1,500. So it goes raise, small three bet. All right, and now we have pocket aces on the button. First question is, should I four bet or call? Well, I typically four bet my entire playable range here. And my playable range is really not that wide because when you're facing under the gun raise and then a small three bet, you're against two really, really strong ranges. So you really can't mess around. So my range here may be aces, kings, queens, ace, king, maybe jacks, maybe ace, queen suited but I'm not calling with 10-9 suited trying to get lucky. So knowing that, knowing my range is really, really strong, I should either format or call. And if I call, what I'm really doing is letting my opponent see the flop for free, right? Which is not actually good if instead I could format and charge them a little bit more to see the flop with what is obviously going to be an inferior range to my super nut range. So I should typically format. However, there are times where I will just call. The main times to call are when your opponents are somewhat shallow, as they are here, and they will be inclined to make big folds. Like imagine I made it 3,200 and it folds back around to the person who three bet to 1,500 and he folds ace-king or pocket jacks. That would be such a disaster because I am crushing those hands. And the fact that I cold four bet may make that player make a big fold. Whereas if I just call, Sure, my opponents know I have a strong hand, but quite often they will misassess that range and think instead I have something like ace-queen, ace-jack, tens, nines, and eights, or something like that. So if they misinterpret my range when I just call, that's obviously a great thing. And also, calling forces them to stay in with a hand like jacks, and if the board comes all low cards, I'm just going to stack my opponent. So I think this is a spot where you can go either way. I typically four-bat, but sometimes calling's fine too. So I do like to just call this time. The initial raiser calls as well for 800 more. And now we are going to see a flop in position with pocket aces. Oh, one other thing worth mentioning. Some people think I really need to um, four bet to make my opponents fold pre-flop to protect my hand. But no, we are not concerned protecting our aces. We are concerned with stacking the somewhat short stacked players. And I understand that they're not actually short stacked in proportion to the blinds. But once it goes raised three bet before the flop, everyone's stacks become somewhat short unless they started off really, really deep, which they didn't. All right, so we're not worried about protecting. Flop comes king nine three. The initial raiser checks and the initial three better bets 1500 into the 5400 pot. And at this point, I could definitely go either way um, between calling and raising. The reasons to call, well, the main reason to call is that if I raise my opponent again, may make a somewhat big fold or may not continue betting with a hand like jacks is just betting for no good reason on the turn. If I raise, uh, we get to play a big pot 
The problem, though, is that if I raise on king 9-3, what's my opponent actually going to continue with? It's going to be ace-king, which I'm going to stack anyway, pocket kings, which I lose to, and pocket nines, which I lose to. So if my opponent's anywhere near competent, I think calling is by far the best play. However, my opponent did bet really small, and when someone bets really small, it's not exactly like they checked, but it's almost like they checked because not much money is going into the pot. And when there's very little money going into the pot, you often want to kick it up when you have a very strong hand. But in this exact scenario, I think I would lean towards call. Also, that lets the initial raiser do something silly, like he may jam with king jack or something like that. Whereas if I raise, he may fold. But um, I did call. This time the initial raiser folded, so we see the turn heads up. It is a six of hearts, so two hearts on board now. The opponent bets 2,500 into 8,400 now. Some people look at this and say, oh man, this guy is just milking you. He obviously has pocket kings. You should fold. And while that may be true, would he not play ace-king in this exact same manner? That's something you need to ask yourself. And the next, ask yourself, well, how many combinations of pocket kings are there? There are three. Whenever there are, or there are six pre-flop, but if one of them comes on the board, there's now only three available. How many combinations of ace-king are there? Well, we have two aces in our hand, and there's a king on the board. So we do the two remaining aces times the three remaining kings, that is six. So there's six combinations of ace-king available and three combinations of kings available. And that means that our opponent is two times more likely to have ace-king than he is to have pocket kings. So clearly, that's great for us because we beat the pocket kings. I'm sorry, we, we beat the ace-king, right? And there are more than them than the kings. You could also say, well, yeah, your opponent could have nines, though. So even then, it's still six to six. We're getting pot odds, so we're not going to fold when we're 50-50, right? Um, maybe some people would amend that to say that your opponent may bet big with ace-king and small with pocket kings and pocket nines. Sure, maybe. But whatever. We have aces. We're not trying to fold. We played our hand slow. And here we are. This is where we find ourselves. The board is that not actually that scary. And our opponent may just be making some horrible, horrible bet with pocket jacks, or maybe he's value betting with king jack because he thinks that's what he's supposed to do. Who knows? So anyway, I'm going to call again. We do want to keep our opponent in the pot unless he clearly has a hand he thinks is good, like ace-king, but will somehow not put all of his money in on the river, but I, I just don't think that's the case. So anyway, here comes the river. Three of clubs. Our opponent now bets 5,500 out of his 15,000 stack into the 13,400 pot. So this river is pretty much a blank. I don't think we're going to be against ace three too often. Although, you know, that happens sometimes. Uh, we have to put in 5,000 to win a pot that's going to be 23. So we need to win, you know, 20 something percent of the time, 23% of the time. And we definitely will. So calling's clearly fine. The question is, should we raise? In tournaments... I typically shy away from going for thin value in big pots, mainly because the chips you stand to lose are worth more than the chips you stand to gain. And in this scenario, we actually have a very deep stack. We're playing with 30,000 chips remaining as opposed to our opponent's 15. So if we do double them up here by jamming and he does call with nines or kings, then we're going to sell a 15,000 left. But I don't think that is necessary. Um, Again, mainly because I don't want to get down to 15,000 chips. If I lose this hand by calling, I'm going to have 25,000 left, which is still plenty. If I lose this hand by shoving, I'm going to have 15,000 left, which isn't actually a ton. If I call and win, we're going to go up to 53,000 chips, which is a boatload. If I shove and win, we're going to go up to 63,000 chips, which is a boatload, 
but not actually that much more than 53,000 proportionally. So I think this is a pretty easy call. It's a somewhat protective style of poker, but when the pot gets big and the opponent does show significant strength, like this guy has gone small three bet preflop, bet flop, bet turn, bet river, I'm usually gonna be putting on the brakes and just calling. Well, I do raise. And I don't like it. So I think something funny just happened with the replayer. It showed the opponent putting in 3,000 more chips, but the pot went to 53. Not really sure. I don't like this shove unless I have some read that my opponent does have a king and doesn't know what he's doing. So yeah, I don't like this. I, don't, I hope I lose. <laughs> Whenever I make a play that I don't like, I hope I lose. But this time we win. The opponent did have ace-king. Maybe I somehow got the vibe that he did have ace-king. I don't even know if my opponent should call a river jam in this spot with ace-king. Um, if he was shallower, it's worth mentioning. Say instead of on the river, instead of having 15,000, he had 8,000. You know, his five plus the three, the, the replayer claimed he put in. If that's the case, then I would shove because losing 3,000 more isn't that big of a deal. And, you know, it's basically just... I, I do think I have the best hand a lot when I raise and get jammed, something like 55% of the time. So... Maybe the replayer messed up on me, who knows. But if we are playing somewhat deep, I don't like that jam because in reality, what should a good player call our river jam with? Well, kings and nines are always calling. Ace, king, mayfold. King, queen, mayfold, right? You're having, I'm having a hard time finding hands that I actually will call. This time though, the opponent called. We get a nice stack from our opponent and we continue grinding forward. So that's gonna be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to check back next week. Good luck in your games.